Yes, ja, nu op <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Not Qualified. This week we're talking about Tenet. Uh, we're not we're not qualified to not job in this job. This is so stupid. Okay, you start. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Tenet is more fresh for me than it is for Zephyr. Yeah, you've seen it more recently. I, uh, I it saw it, it a couple days ago. Um, and then, this was the first time I've seen it. I didn't see it when it was in theaters. Uh, as of right now, it's what, January 21st. I saw it the 19th or 18th, something like that. Uh, it's been out of theaters for a while. And I was like, man, I missed it. I didn't get to go see it in theaters. Oh, well, I guess I'll get it on DVD. Got it on DVD. Man, that movie rocked. That was so cool. So cool. I love Nolan. He's one of my I, top ten filmmakers. Yes. He's so great. I sent my list of top ten filmmakers to you. Yes. Uh, recently. I sent it to Seif as well, your roommate. And he roasted me for not having Christopher Nolan he on there. He talked to me about it. Really? Did he really? <laughs> yeah. What did he say? He said, hey... Your friend Zephyr <laughs> yeah. has a dumb list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I told them Christopher Nolan's probably like number 11 or 12. You yeah. Know, you just got to cut the list off somewhere. Yeah, there's so many great directors. It's and, such an awesome and, genre yeah. of media. And yeah. it, it was it's my list, so it was like things that personally speak to me. And I love, I think Christopher Nolan's great. Yeah. But most of his movies don't connect with me on a personal level in the yeah, same way. I'm, I I'm come out of it and I'm like, that was so cool. Yeah. But I don't I don't feel a personal connection like I do with a John Carpenter or Sam yeah. Raimi or whatever. That that's a fair critique yeah. of him. So and there we go. He definitely and going into going from that into Tenet, the main character the main character who is known as the protagonist he has no name, and we just no talked name. about a movie that has no name, a protagonist with no name, and that's They Live. That's They Live. And, yeah. And I, I when I watched both of them, I I made the connection because I was like, ooh, like a, a protagonist that's meant to be a blank slate. Yeah, that's just the good guy, and I'm not. You're not supposed to put anything, and that's the point. Yeah, I love that. So continue. Um. Anyways, uh, Tenet. A uh, great movie if you don't already if you're not already aware of Christopher Nolan's filmography he did stuff like the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, Inception, Memento, uh, what a Dunkirk. Am I missing something? Big? You are. But I'm going to let you flounder here. Okay. Um, well, anyways, it was Just a really kidding. good. I mean, he Interstellar is Interstellar. Well, so God. Uh, great movie. What a visionary. He obviously doesn't focus a ton in a lot of his movies about personal backstory. I guess I shouldn't say that. So this, this movie and Dunkirk. This movie. Really. Yeah. So this was a this is a thing I don't get. It's it's a common critique of Christopher Nolan that I hear is like, oh, he doesn't know how to write characters yeah. like it like. Uh, you know, they'll, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's all about plot and it's all cerebral and you yeah. don't know how to write characters. And to that, I want to say, Inception made me cry. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you are dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, and also, it's not bad to focus on the plot when you have a cool freaking plot. Yeah. When you, when you have a movie like Inception or Interstellar, uh, where, or Tenet, where you're having to devote all mental energy to <laughs> yeah. what is happening on screen. Yes. I don't want to have to think about how the character feels about what's happening on screen. I'm yeah. sorry, maybe I'm just like a bro no. or whatever, but I love Nolan and I, I love him for that. Absolutely, yeah. Down, in, Interstellar, I'm okay, so I have to make a confession. Bah. Bah. I'm a baby when it comes to movies. Yeah, I cry constantly. I can't help it. It doesn't even have to be a sad movie. If there's a powerful moment, bro, I cried in Moana. Around cried in, children. I cried in Moana? Yes. Okay. I we, know. We I'm need sorry. to do a Moana episode. 
<laughs> did you really like Moana? I did like Moana. Okay, then we can finally do an episode where we disagree. Okay, right. But on. we'll save that for later. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't hate Moana, but yeah. whatever. We're saving we're saving that. It's, anyways, yeah, no, just no regardless of no one develops his characters or not, he's a great filmmaker. And as far as Tennant goes, I thought he excelled in that. Because I can't imagine how long he sat on the script or worked on the script. Because, bro, I thought I was going to bleed out of my ears watching bro, this I'm, movie. I'm writing a movie right now, and there's nothing supernatural in it. I'm just trying to get a love triangle straight. And it took me an entire afternoon of sitting down and just thinking with a pencil in my hand to understand how that works. I don't know how he wrote this movie. Yeah. I don't know how he writes any of his movies. Yeah. Having to work that out is like a, like doing calculus. Yeah. Uh, if you're not aware, the, the movie follows a man called The Protagonist, um, and he's uh, he's investigating with, with other parts of his, his spec ops team this shooting that's going down at an opera house, um, and then he gets captured, and he takes a suicide pill to escape it. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out the suicide pill was a test um, to see if you were you know trustworthy Whoa. enough to go into this new like even deeper level of like special ops mm -hmm. group of, of military called people Tenet. called Tenet it's a, it's a special group special secret society and um, they fight the future and they fight the future um, which you find out involves himself it's very it's very interesting it's, plot it's I, like it's you can't even give a summary it's yeah. just wild. But basically, the, the present is at war with the future, yes. and the future is sending things back in time. Like, like you can in, it, you can invert an, things... Oh, my gosh. You can invert something's entropy yes. so that it's moving backwards in time instead of forwards. And yes. then, the, you know, you meet in the middle. So fight. It's weird. Imagine there is a, like, one-week span of time. The movie not only goes through that week, it goes through the week twice. So... The movie as a whole goes over that week, and then it goes through that week backwards. Yeah. And then it goes back through the week where it stopped off forwards again to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting plot. It's a very interesting uh, device to use a storytelling. He did it in, in a very similar uh, storytelling manner, like Memento, which you haven't seen as far as yeah. I know. Uh, very similar storytelling style. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, I thought it was fascinating. It's fascinating. I was, I was on the edge of my seat the yeah. whole time. Uh, I loved the concept. I loved the execution, yeah. cinematography. Yeah. One thing I will say, everybody's complained about this. Yeah, is I was the gonna sound, say the same the thing. The sound yeah. design. I mean, yeah. there were times when the the bwahs were so loud yeah. you couldn't even hear what the characters were saying. <laughs> I don't know who made that call. Um, no, there were. We I've were never watching. had that problem in another Nolan movie, so I don't know what the deal was. I was yeah. just like, "What is he? What? What?" <laughs> Me and my roommate were watching the movie, and I had to ask him, "Like, hey, man, can I turn on the subtitles? I don't know what they're saying." And we were, we were like, "You know what? It's just us two alone." Yeah. We scooted our chairs right in front of the TV, and we didn't know what they were saying. Yeah, because the music was so overpowering. So if you're gonna watch the movie, if you haven't watched it yet, and you decided to still listen to this far and just get a spoiler alert of all the things we already talked about. Yes. Watch it with subtitles yeah, the there first you go. time. So from here on out, spoiler alert. I'm going to go into spoiler territory and just talk hardcore oh, about the ending. Which definitely. we, yeah. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, click away now. I mean, we've already said some, but not enough. You're, it doesn't make sense anyway. So if if what, we're going to talk about any movie or TV, just show, assume it's going to be spoiled. Assume it's going to be. From here on out, territory. it's hard spoilers. Yes. Okay. So some things I don't understand, and I need you to help me. 
clarify. And okay. I think it's because I watched it in theaters without subtitles. <laughs> so I, I've had, I had one shot, and it was months ago, and I haven't rewatched it since then. Okay. So, okay, at the end, there's a giant battle. Yes. Who are they fighting? Uh, yeah, I watched Ryan George's pitch meeting about this yeah, movie, and yeah. he just said, oh, you don't really know. You don't really <laughs> okay. see. They're just okay. shooting at abstract people. So here's the thing. The bad guy was yeah. Professor Lockhart from Harry Potter 2, right? Um, I guess. Yes. I forget the actor's name. Uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, Branagh, Branagh. I don't know how to say his name. Yes. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Um, bad guy. He... Okay, he wants to... Okay. He wants to end the world because he is a nice guy uh, whose woman rejected him. And <laughs> yeah, he he's an to, incel yes. who is also dying of pancreatic cancer. Right, and he wants to end the world, not, not just end the world, but end it from that moment of, of happiness. Yes. The one moment of happiness in his life outward. Yes. Okay, so we get that. He's getting all the pieces of this time bomb together. It's a pipe bomb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a throwback reference. <laughs> Speaking of Harry Potter. Um, to, to end the world. And he's collecting yeah. it through time. Uh, I, I might just be blanking and not remembering. Who who made the bomb? Um, it was a woman that wasn't born until several decades in the future. Okay. Who took the algorithm that you that the algorithm that you use that to destroys make, time to to, uh, to make things have reverse entropy. Okay. To create tenet. Yes. Uh, she took the algorithm, split it into seven pieces, and hit it physical time. pieces, hit it throughout time. So people couldn't do it. Because so well, people that, who built do all it. the machines that are scattered around that you go through to invert you. Because there's like those big bunkers you go in and it just inverts you? I don't know, because the protagonist... He started Tenet. He started Tenet years in the future. Yeah, so who's the woman? I don't know. You don't know. She's not born yet. Okay, so wait. So, But the, t- the protagonist starts Tenet before she's born, still. Did, who built the machine? Does he build the machines? We don't know. This is like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, it's it, kind of like a you everything in the future and in the past that revolves around this thing mm-hmm. is all revolving around this specific thing. You yep. know that he has a future in right. creating tenets, creating the machines possibly. There's things that have in the past that regard this thing. Okay. The entire the entirety so, of this revolves around defeating Kenneth Bond. Defi- yeah, so we're seeing the epicenter. Yes, and not exactly. The, and then we're seeing the past, past, future, past, but not the future, future, past, future. <laughs> yes. And the, and the epicenter. <laughs> yeah. Okay, got it. That makes sense to me. <laughs> If it makes sense to anyone else. Uh, sure, yeah, I yeah. guess. All right. Well, I love Tenet. You want to give it a so number? Ten, oh. and, and then we'll talk about last thoughts and, and yeah, whatever else we have to I, say. I loved it. I we Me and me and Steve came out of it. We couldn't stop thinking about yeah. it like constantly just yes. because it was so mind-boggling trying to like... Yes. Cerebral, cerebral, and you go back and you and I, I have yet to rewatch it, but we need to rewatch it and just yes. figure out things. And apparently, there's like the red and blue coding between the two teams is like throughout the movie. Interesting, like, I so, didn't catch that at all because all of it revolves around that one moment yeah. on the boat. So. It's like how Bruce Willis is green and uh, Samuel L. Jackson is purple, and uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name, bro? Who? What's his name? Who? I don't want to say it. They're listening. Who? Um, but I don't want to give it away. I want to think of it. I want to remember it. I was just talking about him. J- James McAvoy. James McAvoy. He's yellow. He's yellow. And then the lady's pink. <laughs> I'm talking about glass, bro. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think I was talking about? I was... I'm going to be honest. I forgot Bruce Willis. Is, I don't know why. I it's okay. Whatever. Okay, continue. Great movies, by the way. If you... We'll, we'll, do, a, we'll do an Unbreakable Trilogy episode for um, sure. Uh, as, a, as far as the raw score goes, I would probably... 
It's hard to rank Nolan movies because I love every one of his movies. Yeah. I'll put it 19, 19 maybe. That's okay. a decent score. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll put mine at about 28. Um, one of the things that – one of the reasons why is because I think I'd rank it lower than like Inception, Interstellar, and the Dark yeah. Knight trilogy for me. Um, and part of the reason why is because not that – like Tenet had really good cinematography – Yes. But it did not have any good, memorable set pieces. That's All of the major true. action happened on a generic-looking highway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember in the theater being like, okay, this... Like, they were on a, an interstate or whatever. Yeah. And it just looks like an interstate. Like, there were not really cool set pieces until the very end. I will adjust my rating. I think I'm going to go back to 22 or 3. 23. Okay. I'll say 23. Because I will Michael say Jordan. that. Yes. It, it is... Um, it doesn't have those memorable... Bits, those like, oh, mm-hmm. this is definitely sticking out to me as like the moment. The moment. Um, like in Inception, you have the hotel spinning. The hotel as spinning. As they're fighting. Yeah. You have the... The, the black the, hole in, in Inception. Yeah. Interstellar. But this is just yeah. like, it's because it's moving back and forth and back and forth constantly right. throughout time. You're like, they've been interacting with each other yes. throughout the movie constantly. Yeah. So you don't really have a specific moment to nail down. Mm-hmm. But I have to give it credit because... It, that, it, I, I mean, can't stop thinking about yeah, that movie. It, it's so good. It's I mean, just it's really good. That's a, it's, it's a really wild. a minor thing for yeah. me. It's just for me watching it. I was like, "There's nothing cool looking to me." You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there there are parts where yeah. I'm like, "Ooh, that's cool," but like in general, it just felt like the set set pieces yeah. and the 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 places <clears throat> places where the action was happening weren't as exciting as other Nolan movies yes. to me. So, uh, final thoughts. I don't know if you called it. I'm sure you did. Me and you tend to stay on the same page as far as movies go whenever we watch them. Whenever they were fighting the guys in the hallway, I, ca- I absolutely called it. Absolutely. As it was soon as it happened, I leaned over to Caitlin and I said, that's him. He's fighting himself. Yeah. Immediately. Because like he oh, took off the, the threw up the helmet and he was like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. Oh. Well, even before that, I was yeah. like, I, I suspected. And then whenever they take off the helmet and intentionally don't show his face and he's yeah. surprised, I was like, okay, it's obviously him. What I didn't it expect can't be anyone else. is that it wasn't just David, uh, whatever, David Washington. and John David Washington. John David Washington. I think. And um, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yep. It was just John David Washington. Yes. I was like, oh, it was just him. It was just yeah. the one guy in the same moment moving back and forth yeah. against the same oh, forward. Oh, it's so hard to get It was wild! Well, then it also, it all, I had so many questions about like, if you punch somebody who's going the opposite entropy of you, does it yeah. hurt them? I don't know because they have that moment in the hallway where he's fighting himself. I mean, yeah, they're fighting, John, but I'm it, like, you, they don't. The, the hits don't have impact. No, yeah, it's the opposite of impact. They're sucking yeah. back. So I'm like, what does that feel like? I don't know, bro. It, it's in, it's a movie for a reason because it makes no sense in real life. I cannot apply that to real life in any way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, if you happen to watch uh, Ryan George's pitch meeting on this, he obviously raises a lot of questions like, okay, does. Does the light work backwards? Do they yeah. have flashlight eyes? I thought about that. Do they use the bathroom backwards? Yeah. Like, what is... Like, yeah. Where does it stop? You don't really know. There's really no way yeah. to say. It's just a sci-fi movie. Just yeah. have fun with it. But also, you Bro, can't I started... It. I was sitting there in the movie, and I'd miss dialogue because I was thinking about the implications of this. I'd be <laughs> exactly. like, wait. So, like, I was thinking down at the molecular level. I was like, are protons negative and electrons positive? Like, <laughs> this will affect everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, it was just a good. It was yeah, a it was good. good. It was great. You should watch Tenet. And, and we don't took, think too hard. Every time we watched it, or when the one time we watched it, we were like constantly stopping to think. 
And then it didn't help that Nolan uses IMAX film yeah. on only parts of the movies he makes. But yeah, in he, Dunkirk, he used three different aspect ratios yeah. for three different timelines that were going on. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I this still movie haven't seen Dunkirk, has to but... do with time. Yeah. What does it mean? No, he just likes to use IMAX every now and then yeah, he in just, the movie, and it really weird. threw me off. He like, he, he's it was not great. consistent with it. Yeah, you yeah. just have to know, if you're going to watch the movie... And for whatever reason, you listen to this podcast and you're going to watch the movie again anyways, which I recommend you do. Great movie. Just know that the the aspect ratios with the black bars on the top and then it goes for full screen have nothing to do with the story at all. I didn't see it. You watched it on Blu-ray, which is probably why. I I watched it in theaters and I never noticed that. I never noticed any aspect ratio changes. Yeah, we watched it on Blu-ray. So, Hmm. yeah. But anyways, great movie. 23. Yeah. Yep, 29, 28. There we go. Join us next time.